Welcome to another episode of the Roastmasters Fantasy Football Podcast. We got week nine of the NFL doing predictions, doing some sports betting for you. So you don't even got to study. You just listen, place it, and we're going to try to help you win. We're going to recap week eight, of course, before we move on to week nine and maybe even discuss some NFL news because a lot's breaking when we get to that team, when we get to that game. So uh, we got a lot for you in this episode. Along with me is Brandon King. Garrett Harrison is out once again. Uh, he was back last week. It was great to have him. Such a fun episode for week eight, but that's all right. He'll submit his picks and he'll still be counted for on our selection. But let's take a look back at week eight and look at the results of that. We had the Packers defeating the Cardinals to give them their first loss, 24 to 21 on Thursday night football. The Panthers over the Falcons, 19 to 13. In overtime, the Titans over the Colts, 34 to 31. The Bills over the Dolphins, 26 to 11. The Jets upset the Bengals, 34 to 31, to get their second win of the season. Steelers defeated the Browns, 15 to 10. The Eagles dominated the Detroit Lions. We did not see that coming, 44 to 6. Rams over the Texans, 38-22. 49ers over the Bears, 33-22. Patriots went into L.A. and beat the Chargers, 27-24. Seattle, without Russell Wilson, destroyed the Jaguars, 31-7. The Saints upset the Buccaneers at home, 36-27. The Broncos defeated the Washington football team in Denver, 17-10. Sunday Night Football, a good one. Cowboys 20, Vikings 16. And Monday Night Football, the Chiefs and Patty Mahomes got a three-point victory over the New York Giants. As we take a look at our standings, last week wasn't our best week for any of us. Nine and six for both Garrett and Brandon, and I won eight and seven, which means that Garrett is now the overall leader between us at 81 wins, 41 losses. I am one game behind him, and Brandon, you're one game behind me. So we are all so close in our predictions. Still not doing bad, but Brandon, what did you think about Week 8? Tell us a game that really stood out to you. Week 8 proves, ladies and gentlemen, anything can happen on any given Sunday. Who would have thought that, number one, the Philadelphia Eagles would blow out the Detroit Lions 41-6? Whoever thought that the Cardinals would lose to the Green Bay Packers in what was considered a great game between those two? Who would have thought that uh, offense that is 16th in the league, I'm talking about Pittsburgh, would beat a Cleveland Browns team that had the number one rushing attack and the Steelers completely shut it down 15 to 10, even though a boneheaded play was called. But that's neither here nor there now. And who did ever thought that we'd be going into week nine with news about trades and unfortunately news about tragedy. So anything can happen in the NFL. Anything can happen on any given Sunday. Um, it's an exciting time right now in the NFL. And the game that really stood out to me was the Jets versus the Bengals because anybody can be beat on any given Sunday. And the Bengals, it was a trap game from the start. It was a trap game to the finish. And quite frankly, that spelled doom for the Cincinnati Bengals. And right now, after that game, eh, it's going to look a little gray right now for them. 
Yeah, an interesting week eight. Obviously, the trade deadline was rolling around, but some of these games, surprising. The Bucks losing to the Saints, I was surprised. The Eagles beating the Lions by almost 40, surprised. Um, the Jets defeating the Bengals, and that's the game I want to talk about. Their quarterback that came in that had never played before, Mike White, throws for 405 yards and three touchdowns. And they actually retired his jersey in the Football Hall of Fame already because uh, that was the most points, I believe, put up by a starter, the most yards thrown or something like that in NFL history by a, a first-time starter. So what a game for the Jets. Um, it's interesting to see if they stick to, with this guy or not. But to defeat the Bengals, who were the number one overall seed in the AFC and now number five after the loss, was just incredible, especially a team that had only won one game. And both are victories against good teams, the Bengals and the Titans. So, again, like Brandon said, you can't roll out anybody, and that's why it's hard to sports bet. But I got two out of three last week, uh, if you listen to the podcast. I said to play Buffalo minus 13 and a half, that hit. I said play Tennessee plus one and a half or just outright money line to win. That happened. One that I got wrong, Tampa Bay. Minus five and a half. I, I just didn't see that one coming. I did say to play Seattle as well. Uh, minus three and a half. I did like that bet and it did hit. So um, not too terrible, but again, could be better. And we will look to redeem ourselves uh, this week and week nine with our predictions as well as our sports bets. So let's not waste any time. Let's push week eight behind us. And we are over halfway now in the NFL season. Getting to week nine starts Thursday night with the New York Jets, who are now two and five as ten and a half point underdogs on the road versus the Indianapolis Colts, who suffered that overtime loss against Tennessee. The over under at forty five and a half. Not much news out of these two teams, Brandon, but who gets the job done? Wow. This one's a tough one because. If the Jets can win, anybody can. This one's going to be close to tell. Um, with it being, with the point differential being the way it is, I'm going out of the norm here. And I'll say that the last time these teams met, Colts won 36-7. to I'll say the Colts win this one, not by much. Give me the Colts to win this one, 23-20. Yeah, I agree, Brandon. I think this will be a closer game. So I'd play the Jets plus 10.5. I think that's a lot of points after what they did against uh, that Cincinnati Bengals team. And the Colts, I think, will be a little bit easier for them. Um, it, it will be a big game on the road, but I do think they cover that. Ultimately, though, I do see the Colts winning this one at home. The over-under at 45-and-a-half, I'd slightly play the under in this one. I think that uh, both teams putting up some points last week, they'll kind of take a step back. And it's a Thursday night game. Thursday night games tend to be a little bit lower scoring. So for that case, give me Indianapolis to win, but the Jets to cover and the under as we move to Sunday, we have a battle of the one in seven teams 
the Houston Texans versus the Miami Dolphins. Uh, right now, Miami is six and a half point favorites at home. The over under at 46. Brandon, does this qualify for a tidy bowl game? Well, what do you think? If you, if you don't think this qualifies as a tidy bowl game, then you're crazy. Um, I don't know. Because both teams are suspect. Neither one of these teams are playing well. And it's hard to debate which one of these guys is the best 117. <laughs> That's what makes this thing so bad. But the last meeting between these two, Houston won 42 to 23, but that's when they had people. Don't really have anybody now. And defensively, both defenses are not great. Both offenses are not great. The rushing attack for both teams is not great. And the passing attack for both teams is not great. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Give me somehow, some way, this is going to be tough because I really don't like either team. But give me Miami to win this one a slight edge, 13-10, but I wouldn't be surprised if this one ends in a tie because both teams are so bad. Yeah, I think this is a close game, which means he play Houston to cover that six and a half. It almost was going to be a lock for me this week, but just not quite there yet. But I am going to take Houston – for the upset, I think that uh, with a potential of Tyrod Taylor back, their wide receiver core looks pretty good. Miami, I mean, they're there, but they're just not getting it done. I don't know. I have a gut feeling that Houston's going to come out and upset. I would definitely take them to cover uh, at the least because um, I think that six and a half is a lot for two teams that are really bad. Um, it'd be a different story if it was a field goal game. So for that case, I'm going to take them to cover. I'm going to take them to win. Why not? I'm trying to get back up in the standings there, get ahead of Garrett. So I don't know where he'll go here, but I'll take the risk. They're both bad teams, so why not take one of them? Uh, I would play the under here. Uh, potentially, this could be a shootout, but I'm leaning more towards the under. Uh, but if I was betting this, take Houston plus six and a half. I think uh, you won't regret that bet. Again, not a lock, though. As we move on to Denver at Dallas. Dallas just keeps rolling. That's why they're nine and a half point favorites at home versus a four and four Denver team. The over under at 49 and a half. Dallas looks like the team to beat one of the teams to beat at least in the NFL right now. Do they get the job done? Brandon against Denver at home. Watch out. This has trap game written all over it. Trap game written all over it. Even though the Broncos sent Von Miller to the Rams, this could be a potential trap game for the Cowboys. I see it right now because they're on a roll, they're doing well, but then there's one game that screws them up. This could be the game. I believe Dallas should win this one 23-17, but this is a trap game written all over it. This could be a close game. Uh, Denver always poses a threat, um, although they struggle to win. They still compete. Um, I do like Dallas, though. I, I think that they win. The nine and a half is a lot. It is a lot versus a Denver team. Um, but I think Dallas can get the job done, so I'm going to take them to win, to cover. The over-under of 49 and a half, I'd, again, slightly play the under because Denver – uh, I don't think we'll put up that many points. 
to match Dallas. So give me Dallas at home. They keep on rolling. Minnesota at Baltimore. Baltimore coming off the bye, and that helped them out because now they're number one in the division after the Cincinnati loss. They're sitting at five and two. They're six-point favorites at home versus a Minnesota team uh, that just lost to Dallas on Sunday night football. The over-under at 49 and a half. Brandon, can Minnesota bounce back? This could be a good game. This could be a good game. Um, Minnesota's not as bad as people think they are. Conversely, Ravens aren't as good as people think they are. This game could be very close. Uh, It could come down to defense. I think the Raiders might pull it out just a little bit more. Close game. Give me Ravens over the Vikings, 26-25. Looking for a one-point victory there. Um, I do think Baltimore will come off uh, a little sloppy. I could see them losing at halftime. Um, but I think they ultimately pull out the victory. They cover that six. Um, Baltimore at home is pretty good. They're pretty tough. Again, only two losses this season. They've came out and competed versus some of the top teams. So I like them to win this one to cover that. And the over-under at 49.5, again, I think it's just a little too high. I'd play the under there. Um, but the safest bet here, the bet is the money line for Baltimore. New England at Carolina. New England three and a half point favorites versus Carolina, uh, who are four and four now. Carolina getting the big victory over Atlanta and New England. They destroyed the Jets and then they go into uh, LA and defeat the Chargers in kind of a surprise game. So that's why they are the favorites on the road, although both teams are four and four. Over under at 41, not expecting it to be a high scoring game. Potentially Christian McCaffrey could be back this week. So that could change the line if he, in fact, is playing in the game. Either way, who wins this game? Um, if Christian McCaffrey is back, Panthers. If not, Patriots. But right now, to be honest, Patriots look like the better team. This is close. If McCaffrey is back, Panthers win. If he's not, Patriots win. But the gut is telling me Carolina gets by just barely, 27-25. All right, rooting for the home team here. You know, I like the way that New England's been playing lately. Uh, Mac Jones looking good. Damian Harris at running back has just been doing a great job leading that team. Defense uh, stepping up in big ways when needed. Uh, For that case, McCaffrey or not, I think that the Patriots get the job done on the road. Um, I think if McCaffrey's back, you could see that line go down a little bit more. If he's rolled out, you might see New England in that spread go up to maybe closer to five or six points. So uh, it's really tough to tell right now. Not a game that I'm locking. This is a very tough one, but I, if I had to play, I would take New England to win, to cover the three and a half, and slightly play the over because the 41 is a little bit low. Next, we have the Buffalo Bills at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Seattle Seahawks just dismantled the Jacksonville Jaguars without Russell Wilson. They are one and six versus a five and two Buffalo team uh, beating the Miami Dolphins by 15. The line at 14 and a half, the over under 48 and a half. And I'll go first. Buffalo is my first lock of the week. 
I love the minus 14 and a half bet here. They destroyed uh, the Dolphins by 15 and the Jaguars lost to a Seattle team with the worst defense in the league and without Russell Wilson by almost 30. So with that being said, you have a much better Buffalo team right now. Uh, One game off the bye, they're going to be ready to go. And I think they just dismantled the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. So lock that in. Buffalo minus 14 and a half. Brandon, agree, disagree? I agree. But this could be another track game because Buffalo's been playing so good. Jaguars could sneak up on you. Do I expect them to do it? No. But again, any team can be beat on any given Sunday. But I'll take the Bills to win this one very handily, 37-6. All right, we move on to the AFC North Divisional game. The Cleveland Browns head into Cincinnati, uh, a depleted Cleveland team. They didn't look that great versus the Steelers, only putting up 10 points. And it looks like now news breaking out of Cleveland that OBJ probably played his last game with Cleveland. Although he wasn't traded, it doesn't look like he's going to be playing for him anymore. Personal reasons, he wants out. Um So that plays a factor into this Cincinnati coming off a loss against that only one win at the time jets. So both teams are looking for a win in this very close division. Cincinnati gets the two and a half point favorite. Uh, They are the two and a half point favorites at home. The over under at 47 Brandon. man, what a tough game to pick, but ultimately who comes out victorious. I don't like this game at all for this particular reason. Now that the Steelers have beaten the Cleveland Browns, the AFC North is now wide open. Nobody in the AFC North has a losing record. Cleveland, they're four and four. They they don't have a winning record, but they don't have a losing record, which makes them dangerous. Bengals, it's kind of tough to tell. Both of these teams are coming off bad losses. Uh, The Browns lost to the Steelers and the Bengals um, completely crapped against the Jets. I don't like this matchup at all. I don't expect big things out of this matchup. But if you're going to give me the edge, give me the Bengals by one 2019, because I think we've seen the um, the end of the Cleveland Browns run. Odell Beckham wants out and he doesn't want to play anymore for personal reasons. Cleveland's got a problem. Yeah, I like Cincinnati at home just because they're home. I also think they're a much more better team right now. Cleveland's really depleted uh, without a lot of their guys, without OBJ, a hurt, uh, Chubb, a hurt, Mayfield, although they did play last week, they're still banged up. I think that benefits Cincinnati at home. It's a statement win for them to regain the top spot. And I'm staying away from this game altogether. I'm betting, but if I did have to bet – I take Cincinnati money line. I take them to cover the three. The over under 47, I think, is very high for a divisional game here in the AFC North. I would play the under and uh, go from there. But let's move on to Atlanta and New Orleans. New Orleans getting a big victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week. They will be without Jameis Winston as he has a torn ACL MCL injury out for the season. Right now, Trevor Simeon is starting at quarterback unless unless the other guy who, man, did he come up big uh, last year for the New Orleans Saints. And by that, man, I'm talking about uh, 
and now I'm drawing a blank. Uh, I'm thinking too much uh, altogether on this one, but don't worry, it's Taysom Hill. Uh, if he comes, I think that's a, a huge, huge uh, boost for the Saints team because he came up huge last year in fantasy as well when Drew Brees was down. So uh, we don't know who's at quarterback yet, but it's either going to be Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon. But Atlanta, another loss versus the Carolina Panthers right now. Uh, looks like they are six-point favorites at home. The under over-under at a lower 41-and-a-half. Uh, Brandon, do the Saints keep rolling? Um, they should, but I think Atlanta might be pulling upset here for this simple reason. First of all, it's a football show, but it's not, it's not a baseball show, but shout out to the Atlanta Braves for winning the, uh, MLB championship. Uh, first time I think they've got it since 1995. So big shout out to them. Atlanta, I think Atlanta is going to be riding on a wave of emotion. Atlanta could pull the upset, but I think the Saints may eke this one out. So you know what? I'm going to actually go for the norm here. I'm going with the upset. I think the Falcons might get this one 2019. All right, a big upset there for Brandon. The Braves did it. He thinks that the Atlanta Falcons can do it. I'm on the other side. I think the Saints continue to roll at home. You know, taking down Tom Brady is a tall task, and they didn't do bad without Jameis Winston in that game. Either or, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon. I think that the Saints can get this job done. I like the Saints. I like the minus six. The over-under, I like it a little bit more than the 41 and a half because these teams can both put up points. Um, so that's actually a pretty good bet to play the 41 and a half. If you're torn between picking the Saints or the Falcons, go with the over in this one. I don't think you'll be disappointed. The last game we were looking at, which is an interesting game to look at, the Raiders versus the Giants, and that meaning the last game of the 1 o'clock games Eastern time on Sunday, is the Raiders at 5-2 and two versus the New York Giants 2-6. and six. Right now the Raiders are three-point favorites on the road. The over-under at 46. Interesting to note, and a storyline here, Henry Ruggs was released by the team after – killing somebody in a DUI wreck after he was going 156 miles per hour in Vegas. Just insane. Uh, that story coming out. I'm sure he'll be facing some time for that one. And out of the Giants organization, Saquon Barkley, who looked like he'd be coming back from an ankle injury, is look likely to be out now because of COVID. So for the Raiders, you got a big storyline. For the Giants, you got a big storyline. Man, does that carry into your decision into this game, Brandon? Who wins? Wow. Um, I haven't done my podcast in a long time, and I think I'm going to do it here probably maybe this weekend because this is one of the issues I'm going to be talking about. Um, but getting back to football matter, Raiders – should win this one very easily, 30 to 20. But both teams have some really internal issues they need to look at and reevaluate. Um, with the Giants, Saquon Barkley, COVID, 
pray that he recovers. COVID ain't nothing to play with, guys. We're still in COVID season. Wear your mask. If you get vaccinated, good. If not, I'm not telling you what to do, but it would be beneficial to you if you probably made that decision. Not influencing anybody to do that. For the Raiders, with the DUI to rest, man, this is tough. Both teams are coming in this on a motion, but I think the Raiders are going to end up doing this one 30 to 20. Yeah, I like the Raiders to win this one. This is my second lock of the week. Look, the Raiders, they're the number one team in that division ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs. So if the Chiefs beat the Giants by three, the Raiders can beat them by a little bit more than three. Um, The Giants, again, without Saquon, they're just looking okay. The Raiders are a much better team, in my opinion. I think coming off the bye, they do get the job done. In New York, they take care of the Giants, and I love that minus three bet. I'm betting it now, and uh, the over-under at 46, slightly play the under because the Giants, again, struggle to put up points. Now we go to the 4 o'clock games Eastern time, and we start with the Chargers at the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia, man, what a statement win versus Detroit. We've talked about it already. They are 3-5 and now on the season. The Chargers lost a tough one to the Patriots at home, and they've struggled versus Bill Belichick, looking to bounce back on the road. They're four and three, two and a half point favorites on the road, the over-under at 50. Do the Chargers bounce back, Brandon? I don't know. If Philly can beat that team by almost 40, and the Chargers are struggling, this could be the um, this could be the game that tips the scales. I think the Eagles may win this one. I, I really think so. I think the Eagles get this one. Give me the Eagles to win 30-27. The Eagles could easily win this one, um, but I'm leaning more towards the Chargers. I think that they need this bounce back win. They need, want to get back on top of the division. This team is a good team. And they just struggled versus a well-coached Bill Belichick team. The Eagles, in my opinion, are still the Eagles struggling this season. Uh, I thought that Detroit would upset last week. They didn't. Maybe this is a big statement win, but what a matchup between two young quarterbacks and Jalen Hurts and and Herbert. I just think that this will be a good quarterback duel. I don't know who will be the better quarterback. I think this is a close game. I'm staying away from it in all ways betting. But if I had to bet, I'm taking the Chargers minus two and a half. And I would slightly play the over because I think both teams are going to be putting up points. So if you got people on those teams, start them in fantasy because they'll be getting you the points. Next, we have Green Bay at Kansas City. Originally, Green Bay was a lot smaller of a underdog than now. But news out that Aaron Rodgers will be out of this game due to testing positive for COVID. And now uh, Jordan Love will be the starting quarterback. Uh, They are going to be working out Blake Bortles, who was on the practice squad earlier in the season, released, but they bring him back. Green Bay, plus seven and a half now on the road versus a Kansas City team that has not been the Kansas City team that we saw make it to the Super Bowl last year. So with that being noted, no Aaron Rodgers, Brandon, does that make a difference for this seven and one amazing team being that big of underdogs? Over under at 47 and a half. I don't know. It, it should, but then it shouldn't. 
but I think Kansas City may get the win here because they need something that's going to help them bounce back. So I'm saying Kansas City wins this one by a score of 24-20. Yeah, if if he played Aaron Rodgers, I'd say Green Bay all day. But I'm concerned about Rodgers not playing. Jordan Love, his first appearance here. I think that does play into a factor into a tough Kansas City environment. That being said, I'm still playing Green Bay to cover that seven and a half because if the chart if the Chiefs barely beat a Giants team with a guy like Daniel Jones, you know, I think that the Packers Jordan Love will will still come in and put up a fight. So I'm taking Green Bay to cover that seven and a half. Uh, but the Chiefs to win at home, the over-under of 47 and a half, I'd play the over. I think both teams can put up some points. The last Sunday game is Arizona at San Francisco. Arizona only a one-point favorite because of the uncertainty of Kyler Murray and his injury if he'll be playing in this game. Arizona 7-1 and one going to San Francisco, a divisional game. San Francisco coming off a win in Chicago. They're three and four on the season. The over-under at 45 and a half with or without Murray. I'm still taking Arizona minus one. I love the defense. I love the team. And I think they still get the job done by at least the one. So I'm locking that in as my third and last lock of the week. Arizona minus one on the road versus San Francisco. Brandon, agree, disagree. Yeah, I think Arizona uh, is still right now the team. Uh, the beat in the NFC. Green Bay may have done it, but I still think Arizona is still that team. Uh, you got to give them their respect and their just due right now. So I'm going to take Arizona to win this one by one. Should be a good matchup, 30-29. All right, Sunday Night Football. We have the Tennessee Titans at the Los Angeles Rams. Right now, we thought this would be a fantastic game with Derrick Henry. But Henry had surgery on his foot and is out at least six weeks. So prayers up to him. Hope he recovers. But a big loss for this Tennessee Titans team. That means they're seven and a half point underdogs on the road versus the seven and one Rams who just keep rolling. The over under at 53 and a half. So a lot of points there with or without Henry. Who wins this game, Brandon? If you'd have told me that Derrick Henry wouldn't be playing this game, I wouldn't have believed you. And now that and now he's not. And I can tell you right now, this has made a whole lot of fantasy football players upset because now that Derrick Henry's out, a lot of it, they believe now that their uh, fantasy football team has now been busted. Uh, but they did bring in Adrian Peterson, but he's only guaranteeing you nine points. Um. I still like Tennessee. I don't think they'll win, but I still would like for them to meet the expectation. So give me the Rams to win this one by a score of 30-27. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams to win this, Tennessee to cover. Um, This team last week struggled. Derrick Henry struggled, and they still beat the Colts on the road. Um, They had to throw the ball, and Tannehill did a good job, so – And knowing that it's not all just about Derrick Henry. He does make a big difference, but the team is still good without him. I think they 
do well. They picked up Adrian Peterson. Jeremy McNichols looks like he'll be the starter, though. Um, but I'm taking the Rams to win this. Staying away from betting because it's tough to say, but if I did add it to the bet, I'd set Tennessee to cover, Rams to win, the over-under slightly the under, because uh, I think 53 and a half is a lot for this game with two decent defenses. Lastly, Monday Night Football, we got Chicago versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh picking up the win versus the Cleveland Browns last week. Chicago losing at home by double digits to the San Francisco 49ers. Pittsburgh six and a half point favorites at home versus Chicago. The over-under at a low scoring 40. Uh, I'll go first. I think Pittsburgh wins. They cover the six and a half. The Steelers have been rolling, looking good defensively. And the Chicago Bears team has just struggled so far in this part of the season. So I'm rooting for Pittsburgh to win this, although they've struggled in the past years versus Chicago. They're in the color rush jerseys on Monday night down at Hines. I think that plays a factor, and the Steelers win this one. Last meeting between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Chicago Bears was September 23rd, 2017. Controversy that surrounded that game is that Pittsburgh did not um, go out with the football team uh, when the Star Spangled Banner played. Villanueva, who was on the team at that time, stood um, by the um, way where they come out to run out onto the field. Villanueva stood there, and what they didn't show, the rest of the Steelers stood behind them. A lot of people believe Pittsburgh deserved to lose that game because of their stance. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Here's how I'm looking at this. Both teams offensively, uh-uh, not that great. Uh, defensively, Pittsburgh's fifth. Passing attack, uh, the Bears are dead last. Rushing, Pittsburgh is now up to 30th because now uh, Najee Harris just looks amazing. Okay, so I'm thinking Pittsburgh wins this matchup. They should win. This could be a trap game, but Mike Tomlin will be the first one to tell you it can't be a trap game because we really haven't played our best football. So give me Pittsburgh to win this game. I would say 26-17. All right, that is week nine for you. Before you leave, I did place a FanDuel bet, uh, seven-leg parlay. I got the Colts' money line. Versus the Jets. I have Houston and I teased it up a little bit to eight and a half plus eight and a half versus Miami Dolphins. Dallas money line over the Broncos. The Bills minus 14 and a half versus Jacksonville. The Saints minus six versus the Falcons. The Raiders minus three versus the Giants. And the Cardinals minus one versus the 49ers. A $10 bet would pay out $324. So that is my bets for the week. I did lock those three, but this is the parlay I'm playing on the week. A lot of tough matchups in week nine, so it's going to be tough to bet. But if you bet early, you might get some prices. So that's what I'm trying to do on this Wednesday night. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. If so, follow us on our social media page, RM underscore fantasy football. That's on Instagram. I've also been posting my bets and weekly start sits in the NFL over on my TikTok the Beast Benny Cakes, so you can go follow me over there and get weekly updates on some sports bets. And again, help with the start sits. You can question on that video, who should I start, who should I sit, this person over that person, I'll help you out. And you can listen to the podcast pretty much anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, that is on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Uh, you can just Google 
or, or search Roastmasters Fantasy Football, and you'll find us there. So I want to thank Brandon King for joining me on this Week 9 podcast, and good luck to everyone in fantasy football. Good luck to your sports bets, and hopefully we get some winners coming back here next week for Week 10. Have a good one.